You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. We have joining us in studio is State Senator, uh, Missouri State Senator Curtis Trent. How are you this morning, sir? Doing great. Great to be here. Good. Let me just dive right into this. Yeah. Why do you hate the city of Republic? <laughs> no, I love the city of Republic. I actually live in Republic, so you I'm know we, we love Republic. I'm just kidding. I know <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you have um, introduced a bill, um, Senate Bill 979, and it's um, you know about annexation. Um, so tell us a little bit about the plan. Well, I always like to emphasize it's about voluntary annexation because I find that usually diffuses a lot of people's concerns right That's up good front. Word. Uh, you know, we're all about voluntary, uh, here, especially when it comes to people's land and property rights. It's not like but eminent domain. You're not taking no, anybody's No, no eminent domain. None of that, none of that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm a big property rights guy. Uh, but I, but I do believe in economic growth and, and I believe that economic growth should happen organically. It should go where investors, uh, want it to go. It should go where, uh, homeowners want it to go. And, and we should have as few artificial government constraints as possible on that growth. And so, you know, you know, right now, if you're, uh, you know, you're growing your business, you're, you're building your house and you're doing it in an area that may not be eligible, uh, for annexation or annexation may not be possible, but you may want to live in the city. And so then you have to choose between, well, do I want to build, you know, where I want to build or if I want to, but if I want to be in the city, do I have to build, you know, in this artificial, artificially constrained territory where the where the city is located so what this would do and um and as uh, was mentioned earlier there's going to be some some tweaks to the bill because we are working with uh, other municipalities fire districts around the community to try to make sure everyone's comfortable and uh, and make sure this is a win for the entire community uh, but what we want to be able to do is is get rid of the contiguous uh, requirement uh, so that the city can annex where people want to, it's voluntary, uh, but they can do so where the growth is at and, uh, and not force people to make that choice between city or where they want to invest. Okay. So you said you're kind of getting rid of the continuous, like, so like, for example, if a neighbor to this is between basically six miles, I guess, in between like Springfield. Well, and, that, and so the six miles is one of the areas of, of contention that folks have been uncomfortable with. So, I, the the current plan is to uh, limit that to the urban service area of Springfield as it exists right now. And of course, the urban service area is defined by council, uh, but uh, but there's a an existing urban service area, so lock it into that into that space. Okay, so and I want to break this down because I'm a simple brother. All right, so. <laughs> But you Me know, too. You, you talk. <laughs> no, you are not. You are a lawyer. You are you are intelligent. I'm a. You graduated. Simple country lawyer. No, brother. You graduated like summa cum laude or magna cum laude. I graduated. Thank the laude. You know what I mean. So, <laughs> but so so just to kind of you know get us all us you know simple people, not you, but you're a good guy. You know, you know. So Springfield, you got your land. You know, you're you're starting to you know voluntary annexation. One neighbor that's close to Springfield wants to, but then one neighbor maybe, what is that, to the um, east doesn't want to, out towards the Republic. But then the neighbor a little bit further east wants to, because usually if you annex land, isn't it, it has to all be connecting? Are you saying it doesn't have to be? Is that kind of Well, it's contiguous with the existing city boundary so they yeah. could they basically could leap over uh places and and yeah so the the language of the bill is that as it is uh, laid out right now says that if you want to join the city if you want to be annexed you have to 
you know, whoever owns the property, the fee owners of the property, they have to sign an affidavit saying we want to join. Okay. And so if they don't, then they don't join. Yeah. Tell us what the, the, the whole goal of the bill would be. Well, it's the, it's the economic development piece, uh, that, that, uh, that I discussed earlier. Uh, you know, there's, there's advantages to being in the city and, and being able to access the full panoply of, of city services. Uh, and, and that's very desirable to some people, especially to, uh, to businesses. And so, uh, you know, as, as we continue to grow in this region, uh, and, and, and the, the city's boundaries, uh, are going to have to grow with that. Uh, if we want to, to continue to have that economic success. And it's not just for Springfield, all the surrounding communities, this whole region works together, uh, to facilitate that growth. And you've got, you know, Rogersville's growing rapidly, uh, Republic is growing rapidly. And so we want to do this in a way that's complementary, where, where all boats are rising together, uh, where we're not constraining the, the growth and the success of other municipalities as we try to make sure that Springfield stays healthy too. Yeah. Are there like, um, is it like a race to, to get the land, you know, in, from the other little towns around here? Or do you guys, are you guys working together? You know, how's that working? Uh, well, I mean, I, I suppose there's always a, a, a bit of a race. I mean, you know, gr- you know, you can't have two cities grow on top of the same territory. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, the, you know, Springfield is surrounded by, by different municipalities and there's only a few directions that it can really reasonably grow in, particularly, you know, uh, east and southeast, uh, is like a, a big one if you look at a map where there's, there's space for them to go. Uh, and the, of course, the other cities can all grow outward away yeah. from the, from Springfield and inward toward it. Uh, and so I, again, I don't really view it as, as necessarily a competition. I view it as, com- as complementary of each yeah. other. Well, your bill is not without blowback. Um, Republic, um, city manager David Cameron, he, um, wants to seat at the table. Um, have you guys been able to talk about this? What's going on? Yeah. So we've been talking to the city Republic. Uh, we've been talking to other municipalities around the area. Uh, I know he has my, my cell phone number as, as do most people. I give it out pretty freely to anybody that wants it. Uh, and so, uh, again, the goal is to make sure that everyone is comfortable with this and that this is a net positive for everyone in the community. Uh, I've, I've worked with the uh, city manager there in Republic, David, for a long time. He's a great guy. And I'm confident that we can, uh, you know, get language that he's comfortable with as well. So what do you say to the people that say that this is just about giving Springfield more property tax money? I mean, oh, well, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, if we have ample growth around the area, you know, everybody's going to get more property tax money and maybe we'll have enough that we could cut property taxes. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm a big believer that you broaden the base and you, you have, uh, you have a, as broad a tax base as possible. That's when you get to lower taxes. Okay. Uh, well. So I, I would encourage uh, any newfound prosperity to be met with lower taxes. There you go. I like that as well. So, <laughs> so are there going to be any like, you know, um, open forum groups where people can come and talk or, or hear more about this bill? What's the next step? Uh, so, you know, the next step, the bill hasn't, um, uh, been referred yet. I don't believe. Uh, so, you know, we're still taking feedback from all quarters. You know, members of the public are welcome to contact my office. Happy to, happy to chat with them about the issue as well. Uh, again, you know, in contact with cities and fire districts around the area to, to, uh, you know, work through concerns that they have. Uh, we will have a, a public hearing at some point and that will be everyone's opportunity to testify and, and give, give testimony, uh, 
you know, on, on, on their feelings of the bills that exist at that point. Uh, but I expect that a lot of the changes that we're going to try to make, uh, will already have been made at that point. And so hopefully by the time we actually get to a hearing, uh, everyone will be in a pretty good place. At least that's the goal. All right. So you, you said contact your office. Now there is been report that your office isn't the most reliable with some of the people that are working there. <laughs> uh, could producer Garrett Bowles, I mean, could you attest to this? Is it, is his, if someone were to contact his office, are they going to get a reliable person in there or no? They're going to get probably the most passionate legislative assistant I have ever met in my entire life. I, I, I can guarantee that for sure. Could you speak up for this person? And what's the name of this person that we're talking about here? Guy's name's Nate Cotney. He's terrible at golf, but he seems to be pretty good at his job. He, I, I, I talked to him uh, like two or three weeks after he got the job. I said, all right, I've been giving you your space, letting you kind of figure out what exactly is going on this was back in in like december i said now i gotta ask what what's it like working up there garrett it's just like all the tv shows and the movies it's so cool (laughs) he looked like a sixth grade girl who just got new pigtails man he was so excited (laughs) so that's one of garrett's best friends he's working for um senator trent here and you know, I, I was and he's joking. doing great, by the way. I will also test. He's doing great. That's cool. <laughs> well, the, the reason why I even bring it up is because, you know, I know on the news this bill was receiving a little bit of blowback and just, you know, a lot of uncertainty. I, I can speak for you on the campaign trail. When I was running for office, you were running for office. You're a good guy. You're a down-to-earth guy. You're always willing to talk. And I love it when you say this. You're like, look, this is voluntary. You're not trying to jack anyone. You're not trying to, yeah. you know, sh- you know, shenang- you know, finagle anyone out of land or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I trust it when you say, Hey, listen, this is meant to be a good thing. And so, um, I'm gonna give you the final word on that before we get our traffic. And then I got other stuff I want to talk to you on the other side. No, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, to me, that's what the legislative process is all about. You, you have an idea, you know, especially a new idea like this. You get it out there, you get public feedback, you adjust, and and you try to get a product that's good for everyone. That's good. I mean, you're willing to listen to and work. Your ideas, it's there to help, and so we'll roll with that. So we're talking to State Senator Curtis Trent. He's going to stick around with us. There's a lot of craziness that's happening up there in Jefferson City. And um, we're, we're going to move from purely irresponsible speculation to maybe somebody that had an inside scoop, and we'll do that right after this um, traffic update and local news.